0: So guys, usually during this time of the year, it's weird. NFL, there's nothing to talk about. So what are we going to do today? What, what like football are we going to talk about today? Oh yeah, the football that's actually got games going on right now. Um, this person to my right knows more about, the, my left actually on the screen, um, knows more about the CFL than I do. She loves the CFL, lives, breathes it. I'm just the, not the newbie, but I'm the newbie to the press box. But anyway guys, without further ado, Sarah said, said is with me today to talk all things Canadian football. Hey. Okay? I had to Hi, go there.
1: thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> no problem, no problem. Um, so, with this season, I remember the first game, like you and I met in the press box a couple weeks ago. We were talking about like surprise teams for this year and ripped the bandit off right away. We called BC. The game after we saw them was obviously they'd smoked Hamilton the night before in a shutout. They go into Winnipeg, completely destroy them. But then Monday night at BMO Field, six picks later, and now there's a new team on top of the power rankings and that's our boys in double blue the toronto argonauts so how do we view everything so far and do we think bc is that still a team to reckon with or are they kind of like they got put in their place monday night
1: um i don't think they got put in their place i think the thing with with vernon adams jr that it was the main concern overall was consistency right so this is not so surprising when you know just what he's uh, accomplished in the past um i still think that this is a bump in the road so to speak i mean the toronto argonauts are really good and i think that that's like that's a team that i think was not getting as much credit as they deserve just starting off i know that there was that excitement right they are the the defending champions so obviously yes. they're going to be kind of up there but everyone's like mm, like you know the bombers are still the bombers and bc just came out of nowhere so because they were on a buy the first week, I feel like we kind of forgot for a second that they were coming in and coming in strong. And so I'm not surprised by what happened. I mean, the, the six picks, that was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I would have expected that. Um, but I don't think that it it, it, it kind of paints a picture of what we could see for BC moving forward. I think that Vernon Adam Jr. and his team are so locked in with one another that something like this would actually make them turn around and probably go ham, you know, um, especially when they're playing the Montreal Alouettes, who are not a bad football team like maybe we you know to the degree that we thought just because of all the changes that had happened um but it's they're still much better I would say than the Alouettes um and they're playing at home as well so I think that they they will redeem themselves quickly similar to how the Bombers did but um but no I mean both teams are great but the Arcos are definitely on top
0: and that's the thing I love about the CFL too is that every year it's always like you could be bad one year and you can be great the next year like we've seen them in Toronto before where I believe it was 2021 I know they believe they made the east final or it was the east semi-final but then last year they were an eleven seventeen, won it all, and they were great. So, and then even still, how one year you can be like six and eleven, or like six and um, I think it's like six and twelve, or I forget how many. It's eighteen or nineteen games. I'm uh, over the last couple of years, kind of screwed that up, and I didn't do proper research. So my apologies for that. But it's just how one year you can go from last place to first place. It's just such a whirlwind of a league. It's a very different league on its own. Obviously, look, my audience is mainly American, so not a lot of them know like, hey, about the league. But if you want to watch it, CBS Sports Network has all the games. And even with um, games, that being said, look, a lot of people go to a lot of football games. You, my friend, have done something I don't think any I've seen any football fan do. Folks, for those of you who don't follow Sarah, she went to three games in four nights. She started in Ottawa, she went to Montreal, and she ended her night in Toronto on Monday night. So i got to ask you, out of the three, which was the best atmosphere, which was the best stadium, and what was the best just overall game day experience?
1: So... For, first of all it's not for the weak to do that i don't know what what made me do this um i mean well, Hamilton is a team that I do some content for and they're on a bye week. So I was like, okay, they're, you know, I'm off this week, so to speak, where I don't have to do as much work. Um, and so I was like, what games are on? And my family lives in Montreal. So I was like, let me go to Montreal. And then I looked at the schedule. I'm like, oh, there's a game in Ottawa the day before. Let me just go to all of them. So that's kind of what I what happened. I recommend, um, but it's intense. But in terms of the game day experience, I would say the one that really like, to, Ottawa was amazing. I mean, I'm used to, to Toronto. You know that's where i started watching the cfl and and it's such a great atmosphere obviously people kind of harp on the attendance but i feel like if you're just like over it if you just whatever who cares and you just go with a big group of friends and you know you go to the there's like a fan zone where it's like all the young people they're you know having their drinks and and there's good music and whatnot like you're you're gonna have a good time it's football it's a beautiful city it's a beautiful stadium right but um the ottawa red black stadium which is uh called td place is so beautiful, but also the location is amazing. So it's like they have um like right. I don't even know what how to call it because it's not even a street. It's like literally when you get out of the door of the Red Blacks uh stadium, it's like like almost like a little town, <laughs> like a plaza right in front of you. And it has um a bunch of different restaurants and places to go so like it's so easy to have a fun game day there you know you just go make a reservation get dinner get drinks and then walk 0.2 seconds and then continue your fun but that I, I would definitely recommend the fans in ottawa are so much fun too and super dedicated um you know they dress up they do the whole the whole experience that was cool and montreal was really cool too but it was pouring rain like to the point where i couldn't you couldn't even see well so i didn't get the full experience i'm gonna say with that one
0: no problem no problem the other thing to all say about montreal that like from what i saw from your videos that look nice was the new jerseys the red jerseys it's like toronto's where you see them in photos but you see them on the field and that's where i make my judgments and i'm a big beer guy and i love the how they have their own actual beer like that the alouettes is a team on their own i know obviously look like toronto's a stadium you and i are familiar with but i feel like ottawa's stadium it reminds me of if you put bmo field basically in liberty village that's what it kind of seems like in a sense if i'm not totally yeah, the same it part.
1: does kind of look like bimo field so even the colors and the way it's kind of positioned i guess you could say Shoucher. um but it's it's kind of nicer in terms of in terms of <laughs> that sounds horrible i love bimo field but it has the loc. i would say the location just really makes a big difference even though the location of bimo field is good it's this place feels more like in the middle of an actual like downtown core do you know what i'm saying like you kind of get that vibe which is cool um, but yeah, the, also the Alouettes jerseys are so nice in person for sure. They look like um, like candy apples. Just <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, the Montreal. Can- I'm just gonna start calling them the candy apples. How about that? I know. Yeah, that's the- I, was- I was gonna say too. That's the one game I'm missing in Toronto though this year is when Montreal comes to town.
1: You can go maybe to Ottawa game. I think they're are they playing again? I can't remember, but. Yeah, or no, I Hamilton. mean, it's not Ottawa, on Hamilton, Hamilton. My brain yeah. is just all over the map,
0: but yeah. <laughs> You've had a long week You're excuse. Look, it's, it's it's the middle of the day. It's the middle of the week. And we're all here just to talk about football. And that's even like going back to Monday's game. Um, one thing I want to really bring up with that game is I didn't realize this about how much trash talk was coming from BC leading up to that game. So to see everything, to even to talk to Robertson after the game, like, they wanted the win, and I also love with Toronto how they're like, it's not, hey, this one was great, let's let's focus on the next one. It's, we're 1-0. I've heard that from uh, Javon Leak, who had the punt return touchdown on Monday, said that. Dinwiddie even said that after Hamilton. He said that again after um, BC on Monday night. Even, to Robertson said the same thing, too, where it's just like, look, we're one and let just keep going forward. And even how they're saying with the road trip, because I was talking to them about that. Like, hey, these guys aren't going to be back home until the middle of August, like five weeks from now. How do you bring that energy with you and they, robertson said this to me he's just like your uh your house is our house so that's how they're looking at it and i feel like i know i'm going back to toronto but i feel like this is a team that for right now i don't know who's stopping them they just look they look really good even though they will admit they make mistakes during the game they know how to learn from them and they adapt very very quickly that's the one thing i've noticed with argonaut football so far in 2023 yeah,
1: i totally agree with that um they definitely take it one step, step at a time i spoke to chad couple weeks ago and that was one thing that he emphasized he's like it's not even like we're trying to win one game at a time we're actually trying to win one play at a time and you can kind of see that it's like they're they are in the present i would say you know what i mean even if they take some hits or you know are, are facing a team that is so to speak the best it's like they're kind of locked in right then and there and you can see it on the field um and and that's to me like that's what will make you successful that's what will make you consistent right you're not Overly freaking yourself out in a bad way or a good way, you're kind of staying even keeled. Um, and, and, it, and it works. But I mean, you can also, I say this all the time, but you can tell when players are friends, like for real. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not like there's like cliques or it's not like tension or we're, I'm frustrated because we're, you know, we're losing or the defense isn't performing or the offense is performing or whatever that looks like. Like it's, it's very much a unit. And so um, that shows on the field, like they kind of do things with ease. I remember what touchdown was it? This is just like a random thought right now, but um, oh, I think yeah. it was a Javaris Daniels touchdown on Monday. And he was just standing in the end zone, you know, obviously, and he, the way he caught the ball was like so smooth Yeah. and, but then I watched it a couple of times and I'm like, the way that he grabbed it, it he wasn't, str- even though there were some guys around him, he, he wasn't stressed. It was like he was, yeah, it was like ease. There was a very much sense of ease there. And, and it just told me like, you know, he trusts Chad or he t- trusts the guys around him to do their job. But also like the fact that he's there and, you know, he might or might not make it like he didn't even seem stressed about that. So I think the mentality aspect for that team is huge.
0: Yeah, even to um AJ Ouellette's touchdown towards the end of the fourth quarter It was the same thing too. Like he literally got the toss from Chad, just found an open lane and just ran in and then was just jumping in the end zone. I know the exact touchdown you're talking about because he literally just get in the air, catches it, brings it down. And even uh, Robertson told me after the game Monday night, uh, like when we were in that scrum, look, he said this about his interceptions. We're a unit. Like I have to be in the right spot at the right time, but the pass rush has to be executed at the right time. The linebackers got to be in their position to make their plays at the right time. So it's all one unit. It's all... This is a term I love using for football. It's a brotherhood. It's like they're, they're all connected. They're all in sync. And they all know what to do to get a job done. Um, before we get into this week's games, which I want to talk to you about, maybe we'll even talk a little bit of the sports betting aspect of it. Um, when it comes to the CFL, for the person that might be newer to the league out there, or someone who doesn't know much about it or someone wants to get into it because, look, they don't have their fix of what is the bigger dog in the NFL. I'm not trying to put down the CFL. I'm just saying, like, we all know the NFL is king when it comes to football. What makes the game so much different and what makes the game so... So fun to watch because that's the one thing with CFL football that it's totally different and it's not your average football.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different things. Um, I'm not going to go super to answer your question. I'm not going to go super into the rules because well, I would fine. recommend googling the rules. But just because there's so many, not because I'm not trying to talk about the rules. First main thing though, three downs, right? Mm-hmm. Not four downs. That's a rule we can talk about. Um, but the main thing that I will actually say that I've heard American fans talk to me about is that the what they really love about the CFL is the community aspect. So when you're a fan coming into especially if you're on social media, right? You go into like CFL Twitter um, and you're, you know, you're posting your whatever, you're following other people that also love your team the support is like immaculate. You, people start to know you, especially if you go to games, people will always come and say, hi, I went to Ottawa. I didn't know anyone. I went by myself and I hung out with like a bunch of different fans that I knew from online. So it's very much accepting like that. Um, And, and it's, and it's not okay. There's the Rough Riders fans and the Hamilton Tiger Cats fans, and maybe a little bit the Bombers fans that are, you know, those maybe diehard fans that you can kind of compare to some NFL teams, like maybe like the Eagles or something, you know, that or the or the Cowboys that have that 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 they're known for their intensity. Um, but I would say again, what I've heard is that even with that intensity, there's still the family and community aspect, right? It's like, yeah, obviously on game day you're going to be like, you suck, blah blah blah, but then you're, you know, hanging out before that tailgating before that together and really bonding. And so that's what brings people back. And a lot of Americans that I have spoken to, um, they bring their families out because they'll do like a road trip as well. So I mean, that's one of the biggest things, right? And it's easier to follow in the sense if you're just joining in right nine teams, um, we can list them all right now for you top to bottom, if you want to know who to who's the top team, so to speak and the bottom team. Um, So it's very simple. But also, I want to say like, if you're into college sports, which you probably are, if you watch the NFL, um, there's a lot of players that were, you know, pretty well yeah. known that play that play in the CFL. So that's really cool too, right? So you're not jumping in blindly, so to speak. You can you can you know your guys are going to know and and follow, and it's a really good time.
0: I, I love that. I love that. Even even all the Argonauts, like We talk about. You said it earlier. The attendance might not be the best numbers in the world, but you still have that atmosphere of the people who care about this team and the people like they care like I can't emphasize the C and care enough you have to capitalize it because they care about the team Hamilton too like I haven't been to a game at Morton's Field yet a couple weeks probably um I know from the times I've driven around to Morton's Field there are garages and houses that are black and yellow that's what it is they bleed the colors um, Montreal and Ottawa, even I get that same vibe too, like even something similar as the Lumberjack, even when I was watching a bit of the Hamilton, not Hamilton, Edmonton, Ottawa game, they have the guys with like the full like zip, like the zipper on the face, like makeup yeah, and exactly. stuff, the Lumberjacks sawing, um, the infamous watermelon heads in Saskatchewan, which I still don't get the meaning, but it's cool. And even something out to uh, Western Canada, when you have BC, Edmonton, Calgary, something like uh, even to the Banjo Bowl. Like that's the thing about Labor Day. Like they and this is something I really wish like co- like college does it well. The NFL doesn't do it as well, but they have a full on rivalry week. The NFL is Week 18, where like all the divisional teams play. That is what it is. Labor Day weekend in the CFL is one of the best weekends because you have these teams where there's just so much. It's a pure rivalry. You have Edmonton and Calgary. You have the Banjo Bowl in Winnipeg, and Saskatchewan. You have the Battle of the QEW in Toronto and Hamilton. It's just, for as much as it is, community, you're right, but these teams all and their fans don't like each other. Like, I even saw the best sign opening night in Toronto where it was, Hamilton lost two great cups in a row. That's a special kind of suck. I'm just like, and these Toronto fans are out there flexing it, proud as can be, and I love it. And the other thing, too, is shout-out to Montreal. It's just with them... It's a tricky situation because they do play at a university, but I feel like if you can get them their own stadium, it'd be not better in a sense. I'll let you speak on that because you've obviously been there and I haven't been to a game at Percival. But I feel like if you get someone their own home, like how it's so much different for the Argos when they were at the Dome to when they're at BMO now. Because we all know now, look, Rogers Centre was just way too big of a building, but then BMO Field is perfect, especially for a team like Toronto when you're right there on the lake.
1: Yeah. No, that's so true. I mean, in terms of Montreal, like if you – if you are used to watching college games, like, you know, it feels like that mm. in a good way. Like, it's still a fun time. You know, there's so many people around. It's like people are hyped to be there. Um, it's it's in an area where you can go out after, you know, it's not like, it's it's a good location, I'd say, if you want to just go explore Montreal before or after. So it's not, I wouldn't, it's it's good. It's just, I get what you're saying, right? Like when you yeah. have your home field, you ha- like, it's a different feeling. And I think, I think it's also, obviously a different feeling for fans, but I think for players too, like that's something that's, that's what bothers me about it. I will say is when you go to a city that has like, you're, you're that part of that city's team, right? So you're still representing that city. Yes. Maybe Montreal. They don't care about the CFL as much as the, they would in Saskatchewan, but the fact that the facilities are not necessarily accommodating a hundred percent to your, um, the fact that you're a professional football player representing your city, like that's the one thing that kind of annoys me. Does that make sense? Whereas it even they still have good facilities and they're still taken care of. It's just that that's one thing that I think that the players kind of deserve more of.
0: Yeah. I, I, I agree with that where you like, like, look, Toronto's kind of in that similar boat where it's like they practice either at Lamport or sometimes like last week's practice schedule was all screwed up just because of the uh, smoky weather here. But how like there's uh, the Ontario, it's like at a soccer center Centennial stadium, mm-hmm. or even how they're the training camps up at York university But then you get other teams, like, I feel like BC's done it the best to where they've made that stadium appropriate for both MLS and the CFL. meet In BC Place, meanwhile, with BMO, they had to reconfigure it to fit in the Argonauts. They've done a great job at it. It's just the whole mismatch of, like, the completely red and white seating and even some gray, sprinkle some gray in there for Toronto FC. And then you have this team in blue coming in. So it's just kind of like, it's like one of those things there. But I feel like a stadium like Tim Hortons Field, perfectly built for the Ticats. I don't know where the Ticats practice, but I imagine they have a facility, like not made for them, but like they have their own training grounds. And even Ottawa too is the same thing where the facility is made for them. And then, what was I gonna say? The only team where I really feel like with a, a, with stadiums though, going, I, this is my brain racing at a mi- million miles an hour, like how you're saying all these different points. It's what we do here, we, we have fun. Um I feel like the only team that I can come to my mind immediately where there's nothing around the stadium to do pre and post game is Winnipeg, who I've come to learn that their stadiums outside of the downtown core of Winnipeg. Meanwhile, I feel like that's the one thing with like, even though we talk about Montreal, you're right downtown, Ottawa, you're pretty much right downtown, Toronto, it's a little bit of a hike, but you can walk to Liberty Village, Um, Saskatchewan, I'm not too sure about Edmonton and Calgary, I'm not too sure about but then with Vancouver as well BC you're right smack downtown so that's the only thing that sucks i feel like with winnipeg when you have a team like that but the stadium's so far outside of anywhere else so it's kind of like you're going there for the game and that's it
1: yeah no 100 um i've heard that as well i've never been there but i've heard that as well um it's tricky i mean the one thing that's good for the bombers is there's those fans are so dedicated that it's like i feel like for them they'll go anywhere (laughs) (laughs) which works out right yeah
0: No, 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 exactly. It it, it works out. It's just unfortunate they're not coming to Toronto this year, I saw. The Bombers, I don't think so. I
1: mean, I I was happy I got to see them play um, in Montreal, but no. I mean, the schedule, the CFL schedule is a strange thing, and that's another story. That's a whole other story.
0: (laughs) The one thing I will say I like about the CFL schedule is the the multiple bye weeks, though. Just go, they have players, like, get refreshed, get rejuvenated, Mm -hmm. and get, like, Well, it's a longer
1: season, too, right? Yeah. they kind of have to, or else you know it's hard for them for sure so yeah you're right
0: <laughs> exactly because like that's the thing too i got to talk to some of the guys about like some of them were like look we got some guys banged up and they're like we like it but then some guys are like look we want to play football and the one thing i'll say about cfl players is and i don't have don't know about the NFL players but every cfl player i've interacted with has been very nice and very approachable like i even got to do a one-on-one interview with uh backup quarterback cameron dukes money night just because i was so enthralled about he was the one doing the qb sneaks and not chad and he even got the end zone and he was very happy about it
1: yeah no they're like cfl players are so incredible not just because they're incredible athletes <coughs> oh god oh my god i'm sorry you're,
0: you're fine, I'm just, you're
1: fine. just like throwing in a coffin there but not because they're <laughs> they're just incredible athletes but they are they're incredible people as a whole um who really really care about football that's the thing i you know you'll i remember i think it was mbt mcleod bethel thompson who was the starting quarterback last year with the argos um, <coughs> Oh my God. You're what good. is the problem, Sarah? I'm like talking to myself, dude. So, um, oh, my God. See, this is the problem when you go to three football games in four <laughs> days. This is what happened. Oh God. I'm sorry. Um see if I can make it through this one story. But basically he said <clears throat> there was a fight once on the field. <clears throat> sorry, sorry, sorry. Excuse. Thank you. Back to the story. Yes. So I think it was after the Riders, uh, the Touchdown Atlantic last year. Yes. So Riders Argos, they were playing in Halifax, and <clears throat> um, there was a fight that came on the th- that happened between some of the players. It wasn't anything. I don't even remember why. I think it was just like a silly thing, but it was like they were legit heated, you know what I mean? Like, they we're actually trying to fight each other. And I think at Bethel Thompson was asked about it. I think it was that day. And he was like, <clears throat> people were like, you know, what is your take on that? Blah, blah, blah. Basically, he was saying like, this is, you see it a lot in the CFL or sometimes these things come up a little more in in, in a heated way because these guys really, really care about like this is like their one chance, so to speak, to play professional football. And a lot of times if they have disagreements or they or even mistakes happen or whatever goes down, like their whole heart and souls into it because they're also trying to support their families, or also, you know, whatever that looks like, they want to win, da-da-da. As long as they can keep playing and or even carry on the legacy and, and again support their families. So there's so many aspects that make um that that make CFL players really cool because they're so in love with the game right and they're still willing to promote it and they're so willing to talk about their stories and to promote even their own teams and and that's i think something that you know and they're and they're accessible so that's what's cool about it is like if you're a fan you could easily go to a game um you know get your shirt signed, whatever not even just a signature you could have a full-blown conversation with one of these guys talk to them about their stories and stuff like that and so it's that doesn't just become about okay this team's good that team's good whatever in a player type uh, sorry in a game type aspect it becomes you really love who they are as a person and and they they're the best that's my little speech and i coughed like a hundred times i'm sorry (laughs)
0: your your excuse look like it's like you said you you were coming off a lot for those of you don't know we were supposed to record yesterday on july 4th talking about canada's game on america's holiday but it didn't happen because sarah needed some time to recuperate which she still is doing you know what you're excused and you're always that's the one thing i say you're all it's it's you you do what you got to do and i'll say this right now too coughing will not well coughing will get you back on the show so you're all good there um No problem. But um, going into this weekend, I'm looking at the slate right now and there is a couple of games on here that have really caught my eye, but I want to go in alphabetical order because Thursday night we have Edmonton taking on Saskatchewan. Um, I just want to ask you out right here. Do you think that this is a chance for Edmonton to get a win or do you think this is a runaway for Saskatchewan?
1: I mean, I don't know about a runaway, but I feel like I hate to say it, but I really think that I think the Riders are going to win this one. That's just my prediction. Um, they've been much better this season. You know, we kind of harped on them a lot last season. They, you know, Cody Fajardo was there. He was struggling as a quarterback for, for a chunk of time there and and he wasn't happy and he wasn't confident on the field. And there was all of that going on, especially with the O-line being what the O-line was. So it makes sense, you know? Um, yeah. And so, and then on top of that, Rider fans are very much, uh, intense and upset. They were very much intense, intense and upset about, upset about the whole about situation as well. And, and I, think, I that think that kind, that kind of, of in people's minds of minds like, like, okay, the, the writers suck. Writer and, and they've, they've had, had those, those tough moments, moment, obviously, obviously but, but I think, I think this, this year we need to give them credit, give credit for what they're, they're doing, doing, doing you know, and what Trevor gave. He got injured and you kind know, of came back in this game and he was doing great. So I think the Edmonds and Elson have the opposite energy. So I think I think
0: it's it's fun. Fun. Um, I'm looking at this right now, and also I'll say this quickly about CFL games. I actually didn't announce this, but I'll announce this to the world right now. Um, I was in the press box, but I was like, you know what? I think the Argos are going to win. So I sprinkled a plus 145 on the Argos Monday night, and I was successful there. Um, I will say this, but right now when I look at the betting line for this game, like I agree with you, Saskatchewan, I think they win. But I can see a world where Edmonton covers the plus seven and a half where it's a closer game than people think. But at the end of the day, Saskatchewan does just a little bit more enough to win the game as a whole.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, they're, I think so. at they're at home. And I think we, we have not alone in home minute the time, time, but, but, like, um, but their they're, you know, stadium and everything, and everything that everything has, has and has has events, sense, whereas I feel, I feel like they like like have, have experienced the opposite. The opposite. They, they haven't received the support from their, support from their fans. fans. They've been, They've been torn down a million times. And so how do you, how do you, you know, get over get that, over almost. that almost. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, you well, can, can, right, but right, it's but hard, it's really, it's really hard. hard, especially she when there's many changes, changes, right, like I think the quarterback, back, 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 the Taylor Taylor, Taylor, Taylor released released again. again, and he was the guy that was starting at the beginning, beginning and beginning he already had issues, issues, and people, people were poor with that, and he's, you know, for a bit, Then you switch over to the high locks in 0.2 seconds, and one of the, I think, I think it was the uh Argo, and he fumbled, and he got released in the same thing. Um, um and, and, then and then you, you uh, think, oh, I'm not, I'm sure, not but, sure, but okay, I remember just messed up, up and, up and, and got, released, got released and then right, right after right you get Dakey in, end, end, just, just good and I mean, I mean, at I mean, the I mean, end at, at least, least you deep know, redeemed himself a little, a little, little, little bit, but he win. win, um, um but then the last game against, uh, the Red Flax, you know, so then how do you, how do you, how do you, get over, like, a quarterback person like that, sitting around, sitting around, will they actually be in their O-line so it's like, like does it, make, does a it make a difference if you change, if you the, change quarterback?
0: the quarterback? I don't, I don't. That's just it. Sometimes quarterback change can be good, but I don't, I think this is a case where it's not. I think this is just, that's something thing too. I just don't know what Chris Jones is doing there. I feel like it's just, they, it's easier said than done. That's, that's the thing with the Elks. Um, uh, Friday night, we have Calgary and Winnipeg. And honestly, this, I think this is a game we see in November at some point. I think this is a good game against two very good Western teams. Um, but I got to give it, I got to go Bombers at home. I think, you know what, they're back home. Especially, too, the the fact that last time they got completely embarrassed at home. They're going to come out looking for it, make a statement against Calgary as well.
1: Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. I would say that the that Bombers have this. this. I mean, like, unfortunately, unfortunately, too, to, um, the Calgary, Calgary Senators have had quite injuries, injuries that were key. You know, you, know? you had um, Kadim Carey. Carey. Who is was awesome. Oh, I, think, like, I think I you think like, Reggie Gleton is in yeah, But just on August, I've had some um, And then, then Jake Mayer as well, well like, has his own problems. So I don't know if they could actually The Bombers are also Bombers on the and it's a lot.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Like I said, too, like the Bombers last week where they like they got their revenge against Montreal after the BC game. But this is I think this is going to be they're going to be coming in with a uh, lot of hostility just because, like we were saying earlier, You lose for the first time at home, I think, in, like, four or five years. um, You get embarrassed by the BC Lions, and so it's just – it's a recipe for a bad night for the Calgary Stampeders. Um, You'll be here Saturday night, Ottawa at Hamilton. I'm going red-blacks here. I think the – as soon as – something about – as soon as I saw – Jeremiah starting, obviously Ottawa, I'm blanking on who the quarterback was, but he's out for the year with the ACL injury. Yeah, yeah, at, Ty, Tyree's out for the year with the ACL injury. Masoli's going to come in. And the other thing too is just at, at Hamilton for their first few games, it's like, okay, the the Winnipeg game was whatever, but then Toronto, they looked weird. Um, a lot of the interceptions because the receivers weren't running their routes right. And then we thought, and then the next week too, it was, Bo's hurt, but he's going to dress. And then he's on the six-game six yeah, injury yeah. list. And then Matt Schlitz, like, he has his moments, but at the same time, too, like, Montreal came to play, so they could win this, but I think I think this is a game that Ottawa comes in and takes, especially considering Masoli is going to have a chip on his shoulder, especially, too, considering he's returning to, returning to Hamilton to play and starting this one Saturday night.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I, no, definitely, I, don't, I, definitely I don't, don't think we definitely don't think that's the best possibility. Um, um your am is going out, out like now like a year exact, exact, exact way, which, which is such is a you know, you know, story full <laughs> and you're cycle for Yeah, full yeah. so cycle. Like exactly circle, full the circle. I said, cycles. Like, like, we're going to be, it's all good. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, but no um, I think she's definitely going to come like in strong. I also feel like, like so I have, heard like Dice talking Dice about, Dice about it as well, so I thought Dice, Dice had, had Dice to be the auto Red flag. She was, was saying, saying that, that, that a lot of the guys are going to really love and respect her by and they want to, you know, impress him or be that guy for him and be ready when she needs them. So that in itself says a lot to me where it's like, we're all waiting for this moment and and it's coming and it's off in Green Bay, a whole that they haven't, they haven't had and it was like days or, days or 64 days, which is wild. wild. And, and, I'm, and I got to celebrating. celebrating and starting. And starting. It, was it was a beautiful moment, moment for them to go. I, like I feel like they, they are, are going, going to be, be um, stronger, stronger than we, than we think. think. Stronger than and we stronger than think. think, and I say that because Ashley will a very hard.
0: I still feel like there'll be growing pains there, but I feel like this is still a team that, like, look, they're gonna surprise some people at some points. So they're gonna come out there, they're gonna win a couple games. People don't exactly think they're gonna win. Um, they're only they're they're plus 20 right now, the plus 120, excuse me, on the books, on FanDuel. So that's a bet I look at where I'm like, I like that a lot because it's like you said, the guys wanna play for him, and when you get that, that's a winning recipe. Meanwhile, with Hamilton, I, I just I don't know what's going on there. It's just it's a very Interesting time and place. Um it's they're just there's somewhere right now and also to because this they have this home game. I am blanking super hard on who they play next week, which I will look up right now as look, I do things on the fly here a lot, as you'll come to learn. Uh next week they are in Edmonton, which that could be a get-right game. But then you got two weeks Friday night when you got Toronto coming into the building. And you know that's a game they're gonna get, they're gonna want to get up for, but we'll see what that exactly means so i feel like if you are hamilton look you gotta win your next two because i I don't think they're winning on um on july 21st i think toronto will come in and take care of business that night so yeah, for this yeah. one though something inside me just says ottawa's gonna win you know when you get like that feeling that, that's that's what i got right now well
1: it's well, good thing for you, for you for because if inviting me to have that good money on it, it. Um, um i mean i mean the thing, the thing with hamilton though is they always start off slow. they always last year we're going win three was it um, um before something, something so, so okay. there's always there's that always like are they around fast you know because we that, that trend we've had but we've had some, some significant, significant options right so when you are in a better by time you're building everything every round if you brought in jameer jameer and her momentum player player he was playing with for a long time um, um, uh, Hamilton great, amazing, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Incredible, incredible things. things. Um, um, but then, but yeah, yeah, kind, we're kind of our turn of work, right? Right, even even off, right? so. Even, even I would even think, knows, knows the guys, guys more, knows team more. more. So there's, so there's uh, you know, you I would say this at the same time, time um, you know, getting our hope and hope not her too, too crazy. crazy. Um, um, but, but how I'm you, you have to get, to get past, get past these hurdles, those um, hurdles um, and those hurdles are basically just like a flow, right? Are you falling together or not? And then you then going have, I am, i mean The Chris I mean, Edwards is a whole other, other, you know, other, you know, you know, I don't, I don't know if you know you what know happened, happened, but Chris but Edwards, Edwards, um,
0: was, um, was please elaborate. Sorry, please
1: elaborate. Okay, yeah, okay, so Chris yeah. Edwards, Edwards plays, plays for the, for the entire the player, player <laughs> and, and when they played, played in, their in their home appearance against Montreal, Montreal, um, uh Austin was the receiver for Montreal, he did amazing. Um, you know, they won the game, Montreal won, and so they, and go, so to they go to give her a handshake hand <laughs> and Chris, Chris words, literally, literally goes into the handshake and, and, and goes close enough to their, him and just pushes him, pushes him. Oh, and, and it was horrible um, and he, he actually, actually had a had nice meeting in, in Toronto, Toronto as well, some fans just because he played in Toronto, in Toronto last year, year. Um, um, but, but like there's, there's things like that, like discipline issues, i not thinking that's like a friend or a whole, you know, a picture of all of you to be like that, like not at all, but those, Those things throw everybody, everybody off. off. Um, if you're um, already losing you you now you're thinking, you look, look, look we look worse in this situation. situation. Now, now, how do you leave in control? How do you how kind of fight, fight back, back? And then, and and then, then also, um, um, you know, get you know, the be on, see your, see on, your, on side, your side, right? right. So, yeah, it's tricky, but I don't think it's doable. I just think that they get more definitely stronger because I have that feeling to be in Ottawa with this strong.
0: That, that that's it. It's just when the times get tough, you just can't let your emotions get the best of you. That's what that's the one big takeaway I took from this whole Chris Edwards thing is just look, that was an overall bad game. Like I'll be honest with you, that night I was at the Blue Jays game, but like I remember walking in to, it was actually Jack's on front after the game and just seeing the score and I was shocked. I was like, okay, um like Hamilton's got some stuff to figure out. But also too for them, like for folks who don't know, like when, like a lot of teams who've won the Great Cup have done it within the last ten years. Hamilton hasn't won since the calendar flipped. That's the thing. 1999 yeah, yeah. was the last time they won the Grey Cup. So for them if to, recu- home, they're they're their that's the other thing too. Which Sarah and I probably yes. will be at. or hopefully putting. I'm not, I'm not saying hopefully putting the good vibes out in the air that like you and I will both be there, but. Um, So that's the thing with them as well. I feel like it's always hanging over their shoulders is the fact that they haven't done it in so well and people know... Like, look, Argonaut fans love the fact that they haven't won since 1999. But we know for them that deep down they want to get it done and the almost 25-year drought for them. So we'll see where the season goes, but I just feel like that if... By the time Bo gets back, they have to be somewhere competitive because unless he comes back and they go on a run, then that's a different story. But for right now, they have to stay afloat because I feel like if they do, when he comes back, you can just kick it into high gear and not have anything to worry about. So... Picking up wins like against Ottawa and against Ham- Edmonton before Toronto comes into your building are key, so you can give yourself confidence going into that Argonaut game. But at the same time, too, if you split these next two games, like I am saying, Ottawa is just a gut thing. That's just a gut thing. Edmonton can win. Uh, Hamilton can win for all we know. Excuse me, but these are games you have to have, especially this early end of the season. Even though the CFL season is longer, every game matters.
1: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And people change, change like change on a dime, like, right, like, right? Right? When, when like, we when could when we need to look at the B.C. the next, you know, Vernon, you know, Stutz, whatever, whatever, whatever. Which I, I don't think is fair, but,
0: you know, but that's you kind know, of how it goes. So so you, have so you have to, have to also, also be locked, be locked in. in. That's 100%. You still have to lock in. And then speaking of Vernon Adams, look, he plays Montreal, which is – I look at the time. The Both games are at 7 o'clock on Saturday night, which I find very interesting. But nonetheless, Vernon Adams in the B.C. Lions – Vernon Adams Jr. in the B.C. Lions, excuse me, play the Montreal Alouettes. I think this is a get-right game for the BC Lions. I feel like, look, they're going to shake off what happened last week and beat them. But at the same time, too, you just don't don't know what's going to happen. I feel like this is a game that could go either way because, look, we know what Montreal is capable of. I feel like they're that. These are both teams that can either be really good or be middle of the pack. They're, like, that's the thing. Because I feel like, like I told you this opening night, besides Ottawa and Edmonton, I think every team has a fair chance. That's why I said with the Calgary-Winnipeg game, hey, this could be a game we're seeing sometime in November for the semifinal or the West final. But with a game like this, this is a game I think you're really going to find out early the true character of this team, more or less with BC, to see how well they bounce back. Because like with Montreal last week, look, it was bad weather, it was a pissed-off Winnipeg Blue Bombers team, which I feel bad for Montreal because now you're playing a pissed-off BC Lions team, and then next week you get a well-rested Toronto Argonauts team, so... It's the same thing with, I feel like, with Montreal and Hamilton, where you got to get the wins now, so that later on in the season, there is less doubt and there's more optimism in the locker room. Mm-hmm.
1: I agree.
0: Because that, that, that's, that's, that's it with football. It's, just, it's a game of inches. And this is the one take I got really bad. I thought Monday night was going to be a defensive battle. I was It was it was defensive battle, but at the same time, too. I was wrong in the sense I thought it was going to be like a seventeen to fourteen game or something like that, and then all of a sudden, boom! It was sixty nine total points scored for both teams. So it's the unpredictability it's of the CFL because
1: the Argos, Argos they only had, had one, one, one pass, you know, and, the and, and they had EJ, EJ, EJ who ran, who ran and they had QB return 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 so. uh, uh,
0: Sneak, yes, and
1: then one and then pass, I think four, four. So. If you it's just, just, like, just, you know, just, no, off just off off okay, the passing, you wouldn't, he wouldn't know, know that the score that the would score be, be that
0: high. That's where, in the sense, I feel like this is so comparable to college football, just because the scores can be so super high, but then the points come from like you know a pick six or a fumble or a punt return or uh, a, like multiple rushing touchdowns. Like the first game, too, Chad Kelly three rushing touchdowns on the night against Hamilton. Um. Or even what's the other side I'm looking at? Oh, oh, I'm blanking right now. Um. Uh, it's just or even how like Toronto can go down, take a commanding lead, and then Adams goes two plays for 82 yards, including a 61-yard bomb to guys like Dominique rimes or yeah. Keon Hatcher, and all of a sudden, look, we got a football game. That's just the thing. It's the it, if you want football, that's tr- like there's football is theater, but the CFL is theater in the sense of you do not know what the hell is going to happen. Like one play, it could be a two and out. Next play, someone's going to the house. That's just that's the reality of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very, it's very. It true. Always happen at the end, end of the so, game. <laughs> it Makes it, it even, even more intense. Um, but no, it's no, it's. it's right. I, don't I don't don't understand why understand people, like people, uh, well, people people who like, who football, like football or people like the NFL sometimes you hear them say when talking about CFL. They're like, oh, you know, I only watch NFL. like the CFL, and that's fine, right? Right, but um. In my opinion though when I watch, I watch football, football, I'm like, if you like, you football, like football, you like football, like football because football is football different football different. But there are there some, some crazy, crazy plays. plays
0: and at the end of the day, we're all psychos who like watching grown men get into car crashes for three hours a day. So that's just that's the that's the thing with football where it comes in all shapes and sizes, but for those of you out there who wanna check out something different, who I like saying who, who wanna fix right now instead of just talking about a what if that can happen in two months. For the next two months you can watch that's the thing too about the cfl it's not just like it's your average guys that are playing no you have your these are real legit athletes that's the thing and these are guys that look they're playing this as this is my one shot this is my one opportunity it's like how with the nfl every preseason you see like those bubble guys these are all guys who are just trying to make that next leap or you know what just trying to make a living so even I wanna go back to your point earlier where after every Argos game, I always see like even as I was leaving the locker room Monday night, it was still almost eleven o'clock and there's still guys out there talking to fans. There's still tons of fans like around the locker room area and stuff like that to where it's just this general genuine sense of a true family feel where these players yeah. love the fans and the fans show them that back. Yeah,
1: yeah. and they 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 they, they really really will will remember you know with you. you. Um, they're they fun. funny, like, like they're funny. So you know, you want to follow out on social media yeah. and get to yeah, them no, 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 that way as, well. as well. It's like one like, like, of those, those things that um, you well. like, 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 um, are really connected and we're in there, whether it's theirs or you know other fans around. Like you kind of feel like how could I not go to the game you? know, when I go there, yeah, like you said, like a family reunion, you know, and so yeah, definitely recommend. CFL, CFL. I'm mean, obviously, obviously I would I, I, I love but I mean, think um, <laughs> um, um to get into, get into it, into it, it, it. It's, it's 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 a breeze, it's a
0: breeze and it's, so it's fun. fun that's it and even for me too like I started this three years ago for um I started this podcast about three years ago just for fun I literally tweeted this Monday night I started a podcast for now I cover a CFL team so that's where with me like being there in the like in the world it's called the raw flesh of it I've yet gotten to have a better appreciation of the game because you're like seeing it right there you're getting to know the players you're getting to know the coaching staff And to where now, like, you go on and, like, hey, you know more about it instead of it's just like, hey, you only watch a few games a year. In this case, it's like, you got to keep up with trends. You got to keep up with what's going on. Even though Toronto's on a bye week this week, you still got to pay attention to what's going on around the league as they get ready for next week against Montreal. Also, folks, before we go today, I want to say something. A lot of guests, and more or less football guests, and I say football guests because the original part of this podcast and the name YWC comes from, uh, like, how you say there's an online community of football fans. I come from an online community of wrestling fans, and I've gotten to know and made friends that way. But Sarah here, guys, is the first person from the football community of it that I met in person first before having on the podcast. Usually it's the opposite way around. And you know what? Through Because uh, I remember we, like, we talked and talked, and that's where I was just like, hey, let's do this sometimes. And I got to say, today was the first chat we've had, but it definitely won't be the last either in the press box or here on camera.
1: Yeah, yeah no, we know, it was great to meet you, do, me and, that's, and that's right, right? am right? You know, you know, make, you make connections, connections just from just covering a, a great game, and, and, um, um, and we get to do, do, do tips, and we so like more classes, which we're having,
0: Exactly it. That's exactly it. But anyway, guys, before we go, for people out there who may not know exactly who you are, if people want to follow you out there, where can they find you on social media? Yes,
1: yes so you can follow me everywhere. It's at Sarah and Sarah, so S-A-R-A-R-A-D-D-N and
0: Awesome, guys. That's, all the links for that will be in the bio. That is Twitter. That is TikTok. Tw- Twitter, TikTok. I, thought I, I, I blanked out and I thought I said TikTok twice for a second, but I didn't. That is Twitter. That is TikTok. And that is Instagram, um, where we will never be rate limited. But anyway, guys, you know what? This was a great chat. Sarah, like I said, we'll definitely have to do this again soon because, guys, look, there is football on right now. But anyway, guys, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy summer for what it is now. And if you're Canadian, enjoy the CFL slate this weekend. Or if you're American too, check it out. Because why, guys, you got that and you got baseball on. So look, if you're tired of baseball, come watch us up, come watch us up north. But anyway, guys, podcast is always presented by Cryer Media, the people who got me into the Toronto Argonauts media field. But I'll see you guys next time here on YWC Football Talk. This has been episode number 234. Have a good night. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Save the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon.